All right, welcome everyone to another episode of Maybe Next Year. Um, I think it's a half episode. I don't know. I think we're, uh, I, I don't know. I just changed the goddamn numbering system, and here we are doing a half episode and another one in a few days. My name is Frank. I'm Scott. I'm Paul. And we're here for exactly one reason. Uh, the Bills-Titans game uh, has been jerked around plenty because of the COVID-19 testing uh, issues that the Titans have had. Um, and then they opened the facility yesterday on Saturday. It is currently Sunday at 3.30 Eastern. The early games are just ending, and all day we've been waiting to hear news because the Titans had another positive test this morning. So we thought we better throw open the floor for a quick pod. We're going to talk about this, and then we're going to talk about how that affects the Kansas City game, uh, and we're going to talk about the, our assumptions with regards to predictions for the Tennessee Titans game that could happen Tuesday. Um, I have Twitter open as of now. If we get breaking news during this game or during this podcast, we'll let you know. But Scott just came back from London. He's exhausted, so we wanted to record now. Um, so let me just sort of lay down the the um, the landscape. And then, Scott, since you've sort of been less in touch, feel free to ask the follow-up questions as I go through, and we'll tease out the story that way. Um but essentially, obviously, the Titans have had now 24 players since September 24th. Players or coaches or personnel um, test positive for the coronavirus since September 24th. I think since the last time we recorded, we found out that there were surreptitious um, at least one uh, training or one, one practice that the offense held on its own on a high school or college football field in the Tennessee area uh, that they were not supposed to do um, prior to the Steelers game that there is reports of more than one of those practices happening, but we do have evidence of one, that there was multiple in-house violations of the COVID-19 protocol to keep people healthy uh, with regards to where people wear masks and how and all that. Um, And so the Titans have have screwed the pooch here, uh, and they've got a bit of an outbreak on their hands. Uh, The Bills game that was supposed to be played today, we, we should have been... In enjoying fourth quarter Josh Allen magic um, right about now uh, was pushed back to Tuesday night. It was going to be a nationally televised game, pushing the, the, the Kansas City game back. Um, and then they opened their facility after two days in a row of no new, te- new, new positives. They had the facility open yesterday, and shock and bagora, uh, it turns out that just having two days in a row of no positives isn't very indicative of anything, because lo and behold, this morning on Sunday, uh, they have a new positive. So the Bills had a closed practice today. We don't know if they're preparing for the Titans or the Chiefs or both. Um, you know, they just have two undefeated teams in the next nine days, and they don't know if and when they're playing them. Um, so, Scott, I turn it to you. As of now, this game is still on. They are contact tracing the coach to see if he had contact with players um, and if, it, if they expect it to be a bigger problem or if this guy was largely away from other people who could have, who, who could affect the game, um, give us your questions and, and your thoughts, um, and, and let us know what you're thinking here. Why are you so dumb? Titans. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it's like, you know, it, this is the thing, like, we all kind of said, I think either either we were talking or someone else was talking. I was talking to someone else. But, you know, we knew that this was going to happen to somebody. It mm-hmm. was going to have to, 
they weren't bubbling these guys up. So the odds that we were making it through 17 weeks without a game getting delayed, we knew that was slim to none. But the the literally the most NFL thing NFL team thing to do would be to jeopardize the health of your players and have them hold an offsite worksite workout without any of them kind of rodering up to say like this is a bad idea guys we shouldn't do this um and then either that person either being oh yeah good idea we won't and then someone calls them back like five minutes later like yeah we're gonna leave him out let's keep doing it um (laughs) like uh like that there was a collective kind of failure of leadership is um both not surprising um and not terribly crazy um but still still disappointing um i think obviously like this is a definite uh kind of issue where at some point you know one test is not a killer and that's why this is so weird here because this one coach was clear well i mean we don't know for sure but it's not like there were five guys who were at an offside practice and that's what happened here that is now jeopardizing this bills game that's that's kind of the question you know, obviously they already lost one game to a certain extent that was postponed because of those that, you know, what could probably be traced to that, to that offside practice on some level. But now if it's just one random guy, should they be in kind of double jeopardy about, or excuse me, should they be serving, you know, the maximum penalty of a forfeit or, you know, you know, does that increase their penalty or is this just another random thing that could have happened to anybody? This guy had to bring, groceries to someone who was quarantining and that person actually ended up having it and he got it from them. You know, we don't know if that's this guy's story. And so it's tough to like blame the whole organization and that's enough to cause them to completely um, cancel the game and make the Titans forfeit. Um, You know, I think it's debatable on what grounds you would cause a forfeit anyway. Certainly I would say holding an offside practice on some level might be forfeitable. I think the only argument not in their favor uh, of, of not doing that is there's no, we're in unprecedented times and the NFL did not say, Hey, if you guys break these rules, you are subject to forfeit. And in this, in this fashion, like, because that wasn't fully elucidated beforehand, I think there's an argument to, to be lenient, um, but not by a lot. And if they threw the book at him, I mean, it'd be tough for me to really be that bent out of shape about it either. So I'll, I'll stop there for you. Yeah, yeah we, see, and then I'll sorry. Let me ahead, just Frank. set up a little, and then hand it over to Paul because a lot of the chatter this week on the radio was that there was not a big appetite for accepting a forfeit from the Titans. That you'd prefer to play this game and beat them, and you don't want asterisks. I, I didn't really go for any of that shit. I felt like they had definitely like they weren't just the product of bad luck. The way that the way that maybe you could say somebody like the Patriots seemed to be or. Um, the Raiders, made, well, not the Raiders because they did go to that function, but like the guy, the one guy who had COVID wasn't at the function, and he doesn't seem to have, you know, they seem to have fallen protocol, and they seem to be like, it doesn't seem to be like an explosion of disease. Um, you know, so I just hand this over to Paul now. I think that certainly the, the, ap- the, the taste here has gotten progressively more, excuse me, more blame the Titans because they definitely seem to have done some stuff they weren't meant to have done and probably contributed to making it worse than they should have. Yeah, we have literally 31 well-behaved teams, I would say, in the NFL. And it was always going to be there. There have been COVID cases on other teams. The Bills during the preseason included. However, 
when you look at it across other teams, it's been a player here or there. Not everyone is expected to is going to file protocol and behave well. And as Scott noted, hey, maybe sometimes someone went to, you know, deliver a meal to someone who, you know, was in need and, and couldn't get a meal without it because they were quarantined. So I don't want to, you know, take a, a shot at individuals here. But culturally and on a larger scale, as as Scott said, you know, screw the the Titans. This was this was just such a massive breach of of protocol and of trust of the process that I think even though the memo came out saying forfeit is a potential afterwards, my my concern is like they need to be punished regardless, even if it's not a forfeit of a game, even if they can reschedule these without killing other teams. There needs to be draft picks gone. There needs to be players who lose game checks for their behavior. There needs to be something. And I, I, want them to look in in what they sign before the season goes because i'm sure there's some contingency for when certain people or certain teams screw up what punishments you can enact and i think you you really have to start enacting those even if it's more controversial to uh i can't think the counteractive not counteractively retroactively start applying some of the punishments that you said afterwards you look at the titans now you know you've got you know, defensive lineman Daquan Jones, tight end Tommy Hudson, long snapper Bo Brinkley, uh, which is a big deal, by the way, because long snappers are a very specialist position. Mm-hmm. Offensive linebacker Camille Correa, cornerback Christian Fulton, wide receiver Cameron Batson, wide receiver Adam Humphreys, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, fullback Kyrie Blazing Game, and wide receiver Corey Davis, tight end Michael Pruitt, and lastly, Deanne Breon Borders, as well as some unnamed coaches, I assume one of whom is Jeff Fisher. I know he doesn't coach there anymore, but I feel like he's somehow uh, subversively coaching the Titans team. So yeah, it's, it's, it's anger-inducing. I won't comment too much on the rescheduled times and what they mean, because that's going to change by the time Frank hits publish on this podcast. Let's I'm be certain, yeah. Yeah, so what I will note is... I have some mild annoyance with the league that they didn't come in with more of a plan to be like, okay, what happens if one team gets coronavirus, throws off the schedule? What are the alternatives? Do we need to build in, a, you know, an extra bye week or several extra bye week? You know, give each team two or three mm-hmm. bye weeks just for this scenario. And you're looking at, I mean, the NHL and NBA seasons will have just gotten underway by February once the and NFL season starts. Baseball won't be going on until at least, you know, April, assuming that's cured. So you have some leeway on the back end because you don't have to worry about scheduling a, a big Super Bowl where you're inviting in media members from all these countries and, and so forth. So the, the Super Bowl is not a big ordeal as it's been in the past. So that's a failure on the NFL's part. But yeah, mostly my anger is directed at the Titans and forcing you know, forcing us away from a, a Thursday night primetime game for the Chiefs and possibly as of right now to one that's going to cause me and others to pretty much miss the first half because, <laughs> you know, we're, we're working. So, right. you know, that's a selfish concern, but I can't ever recall a 4 p.m. Monday NFL game uh, in my lifetime, 4.30 or 5, whatever it's going to be. Uh, so that's frustrating. I realize, like Scott, now I've gone on longer than I intended, no. so I will I will cease talking and cede the floor. You're good. I, you know, I think that I'm with you in that. Pun- I mean, and I, I just like there's zero doubt in my mind that the Titans are going to be punished, um, and and it, and it it probably will involve draft picks and stuff. I do think that the big money maker is the game, and the NFL wants to preserve playing the game 
as much as possible. Um, I'm a little annoyed at the narrative that, like, well, we knew it wasn't going to be fair, and so we all just sort of have to eat it uh, with regards to the Bills and the Steelers getting rescheduled. Um, maybe it should just be not fair to the Titans. Like, you know, yeah. like, like maybe, like, maybe it should be not fair the other way. Um, and so I, I'm, just not, I'm just not on board with the idea that, like, you know, these fan bases have to roll with it, and the Titans are just sort of, like, obviously, like, you know, struggling and have some serious, much more serious issues going on than, than, um, you know, when their games will be played. But also, like, it seems like a mess of their own making, which is just, it's hard to divorce the two. Um, it, you know, I, I don't know kind of what else to say about it, other than uh, it's obviously unfortunate that, that they're unwell, but, you know, these... Certainly the photographs look pretty incriminating, and, 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 the, and the fact that, like, it's taken this long to kind of figure some stuff out, I, I don't know. I think something's definitely going on, and, uh, and I think we're going to hear more about it as the season goes on. It's just one of these deals where I dislike that it's disadvantage to Bills. And to be honest and to answer the question that gets brought up, yes, if the Bills were the ones with this on their shoes and they were like, you got to forfeit these games, like, that's it. I'm disappointed in Buffalo. Um, I'm disappointed in my team. I'm disappointed if it disav- you know, if it unfairly advantage, if if like if the if the Patriots were to sort of get free games and you know free wins, then so be it. I don't know how else to put it. I think the only other good thing I've heard is like you could you know if it, if it really was egregious and it looked like this, you could bar Tennessee from the playoffs but let them play, and then everybody would sort of be equally advantaged by there being one less team available for the playoffs, but. I don't know. It's 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 hard, and it's it was already going to be nearly impossible to do this season, and um, and it's it's just not great when when some teams seem to be you know making it harder. Um, that said, I hope everybody's well. Uh, I will get well, and the season can get back on. I don't know, right? Because sorry, one more thing. I realize that as we're talking about this, like the only truly safe thing to do is not play the season, right? Like. It's it's a tenuous line to be mad at the Titans, but you know if I enter in a compact with my other safety bubble families that I let my kids play with, then I need them to uphold that because the safest option was always for my family to just not see anybody. But in the interest of having some sort of life and preserving some sort of sanity, uh, you know you enter deals with other families and you create bubbles and you 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 count on people. To follow those rules, even if another family doesn't think it's a big deal to eat at a restaurant like a pizzeria, like they owe it to me and my families to discuss it if we're all in the bubble. And so the Titans entered an agreement, whether they think it's a big deal or not, to do some of these things is beside the point because now the agreement trumps whatever we think is reasonable. We have an agreement in place, and it certainly doesn't seem like they've held up... um, they're into the agreement. Scott or Paul, did you want to take another swing at any of this? Or yes. do you want what, to... What is, what is... I would I would be interested in, like, no kidding, like, sure. you were the commissioner. What 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 does everyone think we would do? Like, <sighs> you had all of the power that the commissioner has, which is, on some level, insignificant compared to the collective will of the 32 owners, but also not insignificant in that right. he has a power to set the agenda and determine the rules of debate and knowing that 
there's going to be hurt feelings no matter way. Like his vote does right. mean something. What what I what think, would every yeah do? So like, this is what really I, a, this is what my plan would be, and then I, and then and then Paul by follow up. But um, my, my instinct right now is still to try and get this game in not Tuesday, but I would I would go ahead and just make the week eighteen. Okay, they've they've got the schedule built so they can push the Super Bowl back if they have to. Um, I would make a week eighteen with the expectation that probably some other games are going to need to get pushed back. If the Titans have to for, lose another game, you got to start doing forfeits because there's just not enough time to do it. What I would say about the Week 18 game is, as I continued the investigation with the Titans, in addition to, like Paul saying, fines and draft picks towards the organization, I'm saying anybody who I would say that you know they need to be suspended. The players that are known to have practiced outside the violation need to be suspended for a game, and specifically the games in preparation leading up to the, like that. So I wouldn't give like whatever their first game back is. You don't get to be suspended that week. You have to be suspended against the teams that you were preparing for. So in this case, it would be the Steelers or Bills, depending on, on how that. And that's what, you know, and, and I think that in the case of forfeits, though the really sad, not the really sad thing, but one of the things that happens is any game that's not played, there's no game check. And so I don't know if I could make this happen as the commissioner, but as the owner of the Bills, I would turn to the owner of the Titans and say, hey, you need to help make this right for at least my players because they didn't fuck up like you fucked up. And so I would be looking for some money from them. But for me, I'm, I'm saying at this point, push back, everybody's on notice that like we are now at the stretching point and we're going to start forfeiting games if we have to. And any player found in, in violation of these, you know, egregious violations like that, you got to be suspended. Yeah. Paul, what I, do you think? Yeah. I, I mean that. Th- yes, I agree. <laughs> I, I just don't know. Like, I, I don't know what. More and a I kick can... in the nuts. Yes. <laughs> Swift kick in the groin. I don't know if the Titans ownership would actually help the Pagulas out uh, because it's a, the NFL is a weird organization where it's essentially, you know, 32 separate entities. I don't even want to say, I want to, I want to kind of give you the idea. It's like 32 different corporations that happen to operate in the same industry as much as it is, you know, 32 teams operating for one, one corporation. So you know, I think that'll be difficult to do, but I, the fallout on this is just going to be, especially after the season is over, is going to be crazy to to see what happens. One, it's some heads will roll, no doubt, because someone on the Titans is going to get punished, and there's going to be someone who needs to be blamed. And my do other one thing we haven't really covered. There is actually a public health reason for all of this. Right. So God forbid something happens to someone player players relative whatever it happens to be because of this nonsense oh dear lord uh then you're talking about punishments that become much swifter and even to a point where you might have to look at getting you know is there could be a legal investigation into whether the nfl or a certain organization did what they need to do to prepare a safe working environment because there's osha laws and other stuff occupational health and safety and health administration laws that dictate you know, what should be done there. So, yeah, we're in for some, uh, we knew it would be kind of crazy, and here we are. It took until week five before we had to call an emergency 
uh, half podcast to talk through some things. A couple quick updated tweets. Chris Mortensen said, if the Bills and Titans play Tuesday, the Bills-Chiefs game is planned for following Monday at 5 p.m. I only read that because he's still saying, A, if, and B, that it's still dependent on whether Bills-Titans play. So I guess there's still an outside chance Bills-Titans play Thursday, or Bills-Chiefs, excuse me, play Thursday night which to me is more insane. I think at this point, if I'm the Bills, I just want to know that Bills and Chiefs is next Monday afternoon is much as disappointing as it is. Marcel Louis-Jacques sources tell me the Bills have continued to move, move forward as if Tuesday's game will be scheduled. Another positive test tomorrow would likely throw things into limbo. Um, and uh, that's about because of the Twitter algorithm giving me top tweets instead of the latest tweets, which is just annoying. Um, <laughs> and then a lot of, and then like literally like a million people like asking, well, should I start any Bills and Titans people on my fantasy team? Um, so that's where we are. I have looked. Scott, do you have any other questions since you are, you know, we are, we are informing you from your, your long weekend? Yeah, I, or shall I, I move? Thoughts. Don't ask me what I thought about the... Me being commissioner. Oh, please. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought that you were just, uh, you were, you were soliciting, but please do that. And then we'll, we'll, we'll ask me. Um, no, I, no, I mean, Frank, I think your plan is eminently sensible. I'd say there are two flaws with it. One, depending on how many guys participated in the workout, there may be no difference between suspending them all for one specific game and forfeiting because obviously like at some point it's just not, if it's like Tannehill and like the backup QBs and the whole starting offensive line, like at that point, like th- there's no point in playing because we know what's going to happen. You're right. Just... Steve McNair will be unavailable. Uh, yeah, exactly. People are just going to get injured. If, you know, it's the, the Vegas will freak out because there won't be any way for anyone to bet. And it'll just be, I mean, I would be in favor of personally holding players responsible, but I think you are going to have to kind of do the, you know, due to extenuating circumstances, we're going to lever all those, individually kind of throughout the season on some level and the Titans just have to deal with it. And then I think that would hopefully provide some deterrent from other people doing it. The other thing I would say is the, the challenge with, I, I, I just to be clear, I agree because I don't think there's a better way to do this of moving into week 18 and then telling everyone like, look, you get exactly one mulligan. <laughs> like, because that's basically what you're telling people. Right. We've now by creating this extra week, we are, in fact, permitting everyone on some level to have one get-out-of-jail-free card, almost two, because you have the bye week and then you have your second bye week. So you can actually – it is actually, in some ways, making it harder to tell people to – no kidding. Like, if you F this up, like, you'll get a forfeit when you're actually adding a week and giving them that, that kind of thing. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure that there's a better – I don't think I'd be in favor of a forfeit based on how things are going right now. And I also don't see any other way to – make the schedule genie happen to play the game. So in the, in the absence of those other choices, I think that's just where you're at. So no, I, I think Frank unfortunately came up with the best idea, which is not a great one, but there are no better. No, it's a, it's a season of terrible ideas, you know? And I think also you got to be careful that you, you don't want to like crush, you know, you got to be able to feel the team. And so you don't want to crush everyone who has a case and then it doesn't spread like wildfire, wildfire. Um, but we are at 23 minutes recording and I wanted to be done, you know, in, in a sub 30 minute because this is going to be a half pod and then we'll record the next time we record will be after when the Titans game is supposed to be played. 
Uh, so we'll see if we have a summary or if we're just previewing a Chiefs game. But the okay, so right now there is no betting odds for Bills Titans. The last one I saw uh, was eight and a half points Buffalo, which is insane. That doesn't feel right at all. But I think that it's probably built into the number of players they think won't be able to play. Um, I know I asked Paul, did you manage to get the list of people for the Bills? Like the notable out is Matt Milano. There is, you know, Trey White didn't practice. Uh, a couple of somebody else didn't practice. That was kind of big. Um, but I think you have the list of Titans people who are on the COVID nineteen reserve list and presumably won't yep. be playing this game. I yeah. actually did. Um, I did go through those um, in my, you know, the first time I in my first speaking thing. Uh, but you I did. will. Sorry, that's all right. I will note some of the players who could, uh, who are definitely going to be out because some of these went on on September 29th. Uh, that's one. I know. I guess they'd all be out. Um, but the big one, you know, Correa being out is is a big one. Just the sheer depth that they're losing at wide receiver with Batson being out, with Humphreys being out, and with Corey Davis being out, that's going to be uh, difficult for them. And of course, two tight ends. Most teams only carry three to four tight ends. So being down two of those, they are really going to be suffering more offensively than than defensively. I would imagine not that you know DeQuan Jones. And, uh, you know, Christian Fulton are, are non-losses for the team. Fulton did have an interception week one against Minshew. So, you know, we'll see how, uh, you know, we'll see how this ends up going. Well, I, I, I'm trying to remember if I have any sense of whether the Titans are good or not, because I know that they're 3-0. and Right, um, but they could be a Bears type. You know, the Bears are 4-1 right. and one right now, and that, I think, is just an illusion. So they beat the Broncos. They beat the Jaguars. And they beat the Vikings, all very close. Titans by two, Titans by three, Titans by one. Um, they didn't play the Steelers, and now they're playing Buffalo. They're able to put up points. They're also able to hold a team like the Broncos down, I guess. Um, but they're missing a lot of key players. Buffalo, obviously, we saw what happened when Matt Milano didn't play last time. It was a much harder game for them to win, but they did win. Um, I'll go first because I never go first, and I'm just going to pick based on my gut. I'm kind of angry at the Titans. I, like, I'm really sort of angry about this. And maybe it's mis- un- misplaced and, and, and whatever. You know what? They're a disembodied corporation that is built for me to have feelings about and participate that way. So I'm just going to go ahead and hate the Titans right now. Um, it's never nice to think about the Titans because they suck and, and, and ripped us off of a, a playoff victory in, in, at the turn of the century. Um, but I'm, I'm ready for Buffalo to stomp the fucking shit out of them, if I could use that phrase. And so I think they will. I think that there will be a righteous deliverance of anger by the Bills, and I think that they will be playing with one hand behind their back, uh, and they will absolutely just trash Tennessee. I think Tennessee is due to be trashed, and I think that their Bills are going to win 37-12. I think it's going to be an ass-kicking, and I'm really rooting for one. Based yeah, purely on moral reasoning. Yeah, the, the Bills offense, they're going to have all of their the regulars out there, the Titans D, as we mentioned. Missing a couple guys, so not a ton. But I think the Bills do put up a lot of points uh, on that case. I will say 31 points. Uh, the Titans offense will struggle, but they've still got Derrick Henry. They've still got Tannehill. 
And without and Matt Milano is a big loss, and Trey White hasn't practiced this week. So let's not overlook that that fact. I think the Times will put up some points too. So I'm going to say I'm going to give the identical score of what the Raiders game was. I'm going to say 31-24 Bills. Um, if it happens, I think, yeah, obviously if it happens, I think I think the Titans are not going to be really in a position to. I mean, like they they've they've you know had some practices, but not really. You know, I'm sure they've been they've been having to deal with like the extra protocols when they were in the building, which complicate things. Um, you know, there's a whole level of of other media attention that's on them right now. There's their indecision. They don't know what's going on. The Bills, obviously, you know, not perfect. I think I think it will be get out of hand, but I think it'll get out of hand in the sense that like really th- there's no like at some point the Bills will take the foot off the gas because it will be, just be not really competitive, and I think. So I, I see it getting to like, I could see it getting like 28-3 or something at the half, and then the Bills kind of cruise to like a, yeah, like a, a 35-14 uh, win where it's not really, you know, 35-17 win where it's never really competitive. But they, they just don't try as hard in the second half. They put their second teamers in, and that's that's Save it for Kansas so. City, right? Yeah. Kansas City, which, by the way, is struggling with the the Vegas Raiders as we speak. Um, I so we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get out of here now. Um, so for those of you who are continuity and numbering experts, uh, I don't know how this will work with the numbering. I think I'm gonna count this as an episode separate, or I might count it as half an episode. And we'll see. But Go we're, back we're almost to old episodes and find out if there were any that were shorter than what this one is. Right, and then we need to establish a standard. So just go do that. Do that data. <laughs> I have nothing else to do this afternoon, right? Yeah, Uh, we'll just have like a, you know, we'll we'll do episodes by volume. So, you know, we've had (laughs) several hundred gallons of episodes for you. Um, (laughs) But we do hope you'll find us on Facebook, uh, BBillsMNY or MNYBills on Twitter. Uh, You've gotten this. I'm going to push it out as soon as I can. And I am sure as soon as I do that, we're going to get some follow-up guidance uh, about Bill's Titans. But you will hear from us later this week. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Frank. I'm Scott. I'm Paul. Good night.